Hey everyone, this is Eric Jones from Eric Jones. Check. Yay. Check. Check. Check a check. You are some people's favorite check. character on this podcast. That's the best you can come up with. Am I really? I assume. <laughs> I mean, some. That's why he didn't say you yeah, are yeah, that yeah, favorite. Yeah. That's why we have it's safe to an say Asian that. and a woman. That's true. We have to get we're, all of we're them. We're the outliers. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we're Hispanic. And we're black also. <laughs> we're also black. Yeah, but you're doing well for your race. You don't count. Oh, that's right. We're doing well for our race. <laughs> oh my god, that should be on the podcast. Yeah. It recorded. <laughs> <laughs> no, but hey, in all seriousness though, like I'll see posts where someone's like African American and they'll be like, Hey, you know, this is uh, a little ridiculous, everyone, blah blah blah. And someone's like, That's easy for you to say. You have two cars, a wife and a kid, and a high paying job. And it's like, Well then what's this about? Like, you know, like yeah. and that and that person's like it's like okay, well, I guess there's no pleasing anyone. You're How come saying, all the people that are upset are white? You know, right? They're like uh, people that are down on their luck are the only ones that can complain. In other words, pretty much. Yeah, that's what and, down on their luck and not white. Okay, because if you're white and you like say you're white and you're homeless, it's like, well, he still has a better chance of blah. They'll, they'll we find, all pass as white though. All of us in this room, even you. Uh, Even sometimes you. me on my driver's license, I have corrective lenses because of my Asian eyes. <laughs> yeah, I was like, they're like, I was sixteen, and they were like, do you have corrective lenses? I was like, no, and she was like, mm. <laughs> and I was like, oh. I'm doing you a favor here. I was like, <laughs> that is, oh. yes, oh, 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 So everybody, this weekend. Josh and I had a very welcome to the Hive podcast, everyone. <laughs> yeah. My name is Josh Clifton. <laughs> My name's Eric Jones. I'm Brady Clifton. My name's Alexa. Kit. <laughs> <laughs> God Wait damn it! <laughs> Wait till you're pointed to. Yeah, I was pointed to. My heart. My so heart. Hey, real quick. <laughs> the reason this is funny is because it's a running thing that Kaylin gets talked over, <laughs> ignored, or whatever. <laughs> But I'm starting to realize it might just be his fault. It's like it's like <laughs> I do it to myself. Like it's like whenever you see a baby putting his fingers into a fan, you're like, I should probably stop him from doing that. And then someone goes, ah, learn. he'll learn. And, but Kalen hasn't learned. <laughs> Either that or I got assholes for friends. That's probably it. That's we yeah. found out. <laughs> we found out last, last, last week we found out pretty much Alexa. <laughs> yeah. You the and Tyler. Asshole. And Tyler. Are the me and Tyler are the reigning, reigning too. Reigning. Corey Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kaylin, go ahead. You were about to. I didn't say my what, name. So what, say your name. Say your name. <laughs> Alexa Beckner. All right, All right, and who are you? Kaylin Orr. Is my Kaylin name. Orr. Kaylin Orr. Kaylin Orr. Now, so Josh and I, we found out that I know I do not have any STDs together. He found that out. It's good for all of us. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, he found out that and he's introducing that as we found out together. Yeah, it was a great moment. 
is, is a special you, moment. You no, my results are in. My results are in. I'm not yeah. the father, and I do not have any STDs. <laughs> it's like it's like uh, that Mitch Hedberg joke that goes, uh, the AIDS test is always hard to get. Uh, I, I often want to get the rounds about AIDS test where I go, hey, Brady, you know anybody with AIDS? Nope. That's good because you know me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so that was a special moment. Congratulations. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Congrats yeah. on being clean. We did it. I never had taken a test before, so I just didn't, Any I just test. didn't know. You Any, never he all. studied all night. Man, I was, I was sweating it. But uh, I did find out that uh, Are we all gonna take my test ex-wife is now engaged to an Asian man. Is it Eric? Eric. <laughs> No. Eric, no, not you. <laughs> For those of you that have been uh, following along, uh, I'm Asian. Yeah, that's the point. That's we were trying yeah. to get to. Um, Kaylin is a disease-free widower, divorcee, <laughs> divorce, widower, <Okay>. divorcee, <laughs> and his uh, ex-wife. We don't know her disease Left. situation, but uh, <laughs> but is with. An Asian man in in the Southwest, but yeah. an Asian man. So in I found the that out to, that today at dinner before I made my way over here. So that was that was interesting. You found guys. that out. Yes. What's uh, her last name going to be? Wang. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, that's yes. not true, is it? It's true, hundred percent uh, true. <laughs> Eric, you already knew that. Yes, I did. It's, 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 but I didn't know that. This is new, and I like it's funny. I just wanted you to say it. <laughs> So that's what's going on in my life, guys. You know, how are you guys? Doing? So it's good. You're having a good life, then. Doing all right. So your okay. wing is disease free. Yeah. Hopefully hers is too. <laughs> <laughs> my wife, Larry, told me the other day. She goes, "I don't think I can listen to your podcast." <laughs> I wonder why. This is why. She's yeah. the last. She's better. She's better than the rest of us. It's literally like. We were all re- do really great people, and then suddenly we just started going down. Started hanging out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like Seinfeld. Uh, whenever they say, "I don't know how the four of you found each other," but you, uh, but it's horrible that you did, basically. So, um, so that's exciting. So exciting. How did you find out that you were disease yeah. free? Oh, oh, just oh. take. You had to take a test for some reason. Yeah, I went into just to get my physical and stuff, yearly physical thing, and they asked me, like, do you want to get tested for STDs? And I, in my mind, I'm like, hey, I've never done that, so I probably should do that. Yeah. And so, and then, but the way I found out, when we, we were on tour, we were in uh, Nashville, Tennessee, and I got my, like, my doctor's office has, like, a por- uh, portal Online, where you can. That's not the word. <laughs> Any of us thought you were going to say. Por, 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 porn. <laughs> a, like, you know, doctor's portal where you can, like, look up your right. your test results. And so I got a notification that they were in. So I was like, oh, let's check this out. Let's see, let's see how, let's how see I fared. Did you get nervous? Like, maybe? Uh, Honestly, no. I mean, they're, they're, like, I the, the probability of me contracting something was very small. So I knew that that was going to be fine. I think I'm going to tell the story that I told you whenever we found this out. And it's good that Megan's not going to listen to this at ep- uh, these podcasts. Are Dude, she's going to she's going to straight up be like, "You know what? I'm going to give it one more chance." <laughs> oh, I think I know what you're about to say. Babe, I, I think the second Caitlin brought up 
STDs. She She's knew. gone. She she, gone. she knew. No, she, this Megan is Megan knew right this, here. Megan knew this story was going to come up. So so uh, changing it right. Megan oh. and I. <laughs> Megan and I have been married for thirteen years almost, and um, that's an eighth grader. And about <laughs> you've been married for, and we were. <laughs> it's just while. This has been <laughs> joked about before. No, not that. I was just thinking the idea of like when people are pregnant, they're like, oh, he's the size of a walnut. Oh, he, <laughs> he's a cucumber now. Yeah. Or he, he's um, some type of melon. He's a what Mr. Good Guy doll. You've been, married. Married, you've been married an eighth grader now. <laughs> you are a high schooler now in marriage. Um, Sorry, we, on, we, uh, um, we were, I think, pregnant with Judah. So it was our second child. So we had been married roughly about uh, four, four and a half, five years. And, Meg, you know, anytime you're pregnant, you take blood tests, all that tests. And she took a. I'm sorry. I'm going to offer you one. I'm going. No, I don't want to. I'm going to say the beginning of last week's episode, I want to apologize because it was so chaotically and noisy, n- gross bags and everything like that I almost turned it off so if you made it through that episode thank you um, we're really sorry <laughs> <laughs> but um, we, uh, she went and got a test and she got positive for something what's the it was like one of the I don't want to say the wrong thing because I don't know about STDs at MRSA. all no come on uh, no that's that, it's one that's like the least Maybe it is. Maybe gonorrhea? that's. Was it gonorrhea? Maybe no. it's gonorrhea. The curable one. It's curable. It was chlamydia. Chlamydia. Yeah. She she tested positive for chlamydia, and I go. Oh no, because I know <laughs> I know <laughs> I haven't slept it. with anyone else. I've been there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I go. I know I haven't slept with anyone else. That means my wife. I was less concerned about the STD and more about the infidelity. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> no, I would too. And uh, but then I go, and then consequently, I was like, oh man, I got the clap. Uh, <laughs> that's a bummer. And so the doctor literally said, "Don't freak out. We get a uh, sometimes we get false positives. We'll take another test, and we'll know in about a week, week and a half." So for the week, week and a half, both of us thought that maybe we. Slept, uh, slept with someone else. And that was like a test of like us going. I, I I said multiple times, babe, I love you so much. And I understand that people sometimes get tempted. And I know sometimes I'm not the best guy. Um, if you cheat on me. I'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell me. Just tell me. And she goes, I didn't. I didn't cheat on you. Did you cheat on me? Like, it was back and forth. I was like, I promise you I didn't. But, like, why? It's got to be. We were constantly going, like, it's got to be a false positive, right? And, and But even, like, late at night, like, we had kiss her goodnight and we'd turn around. I'll tell you, we did not get busy at all that week. Uh, and I, I want to spread it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Allegedly. Yeah. Um, and it came back a false positive. That's awesome. Yeah, praise the <laughs> well, Lord. Well, and then there's also like some that'll lie dormant. Like, true. I've had That's friends true. that like they'll some get a positive test. They're like, I haven't had sex in like two years. Like, what do you mean? They're like, they lie dormant in your body, 
and then they like flare up and I'm like, so that's you're scary. saying there's a chance. <laughs> <laughs> What was all this one in a million, John? <laughs> so uh, before we start talking about our diseases, um, or thankfully, like they're up. They're like Pokemon. We got to catch them all. Uh, Brady, you, uh, you had asked uh, Josh a question or vice versa about a movie. Versa visa. Oh, yeah. We were talking about Boondock Saints. How did Boondock Saints even get brought up? I don't know. You're you talking about your favorite up. quotes. I know, but something came up from before that. I have no I, idea because it went remember. from like stain to Reggie. Well, no, the full it was Reggie in the full effect, and you go, you were trying to do the intro to the promotional copy album where it's like AC the Rock, the dope dealer, and I wrote it down for you, and then you go, what is your favorite? That's the jump you made from there to. Did it really? Sense. Yeah, your brain's dumb. Oh, me. oh, my brain is weird. Like you'll say one thing, and how through a conversation you'll daisy chain off. From th- topic to topic, to topic. Rabbit trail. I, uh, yep, I will immediately jump to that last one in my head. Like I will think of whatever that was. Have two more things that connect it, and then eventually over to my final thing, and it comes out of nowhere. Like, what was your favorite quote from Boondock Saints? Johnny's not here to stop us. Screw you, Johnny. No, he actually likes Boondock Saints, so he'd probably be about the conversation. Oh, you remember that episode that we had him put his. Thoughts in between. Yeah, his, like, that random was comments. So good. You you remember that episode we had it? I had him put his penis between his legs. <laughs> That's you looked at me as you, if I was I, about to say something like that. I thought for sure you're gonna reference. <laughs> yeah. <the penis. laughs> and so that's why I was like, you why is Eric them? looking at me like that? And I was legitimately saying something wholesome and pure. And you took me. Well, that was the old place. days. How's the clap? It's great. <laughs> it's it's life still goes on. It finds a way. It finds a way. It finds a way. Now, I don't know if this is true. Do you know why they call it the clap? Chlamydia. Clap. Is that it? Well, I've also heard there's another reason. And this could be completely false. Oh, I'm about false. to Google this. I don't know if I want it, Let's Google it before I make a fool of myself. You mean, no, I think it would be better. <laughs> yeah, I think it's better. I think, think only I should mean? know the what truth. What have you heard? Okay. So I've guess. heard. Guess. Oh, gonorrhea is called the clap, not chlamydia. I thought it was gonorrhea. Well, it may be gonorrhea. It, but there's something like apparently it has something this to do. It's gonna get real gross. Are you gonna faint again? Like claws? No, I'm not gonna faint. You I'm faint? only faint for diseased vaginas. Yeah, that's, that's, that's those it. are scary as hell. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. Alexa I has mean, not heard this story. I mean, all of the no, Watchmen. No, I haven't. I'm so intrigued right now. <laughs> all the Watchmen is based on one. Have, Go ahead. Okay. Um, well, I I thought <laughs> the clap was like. There's some sort of infection in your penis, and a way that you had to get it out is you had to put it on a table, and had somebody had to slam down on top of it and make a sound that it like had to, to be be able to get I think I'm some of the demonstration. pus. Can you do that to where it would actually come out? So that's why I thought it was called a clap, like that. So, you but tell you why that sounds is? completely made up. Oh, oh I'm no, sure it is. Theory number two. There's there's a bunch of theories. I heard it What's somewhere, one? but it, it was probably the, the not. Do the top five. Have an actual origin. It's all theories as <laughs> to the origin. Yeah. What's number five? Work our way up. Work our way up. Hold on. Let me go to the bottom. There's only three theories. Oh well, that was number three then. Can you make two? So though? number three says that they got it from the old English word clapan, meaning to beat or to throb because you're throbbing. Because okay. You have it's quality podcast. They also it yeah. says gonorrhea is also referred there, to as the drip. <laughs> oh man, I'm never ordering a drip coffee again. Theory number two is what you said. 
Oh, nice. So it okay. wasn't like. But completely... theory number one, I feel like makes the most sense because in the 1580s is when like gonorrhea and chlamydia and all that came to be. It was, it was and it was because Good times. brothels were called clappers. Oh. Brothels were called clappers. Uh, okay. That's the French word for a brothel. Oh. Interesting. And prostitutes obviously were the ones. Make spreading it, clapping it around. You know? Yeah, they were. Oh, yeah. I get okay. it. I get yeah. it now. Yeah. Well, Alexa, just to fill you in br- very briefly, um, you know the school that Ashley uh, went to, McKinney yes. Christian? That's where I graduated from high school. And Bless you. Yeah, I know. Uh, no, actually, my experience was good. But um, how many were Except in your graduating one. class? Except for this 25. Experience. 25 in your gradu- graduating class. Yes. Um, so they were having like a... Uh, you know, kind of like the the adult talk with like the fifth and sixth graders, whatever about sex and all that stuff, sex education. So I fifth was fifth and see- sixth grade. Yeah, that's too early. No, it's not. That's whenever I, I had the discussion. Yeah, that's when I'm about to scare getting, you. You know, the average age to lose your virginity is oh, twelve. I I'm well oh, aware. That. I I think parents should be having that conversation with their kids. Oh yeah, not, not the, the school. school. Okay, parents don't want to though. I no, I just no, had the girl. They're bad parents. I had I the girl who, who I had a crush. On her, her dad, who was a doctor, had to talk with me. It's kind of weird. But anyway. one on one, where was your dad at this point? Uh-huh. Did, he, did your dad just go? You're a medical professional. You have one. No, they had a <laughs> class like at my school. They had sex a thing where thing. yeah, sex sex oh, thing okay. where the girls and guys broke off, and her dad was the guy that talked with the guys. I went to a Christian school that he had a blackboard, and he goes, "Holding hands, <laughs> music, all that ends with sex, and that go that makes you go to hell." <laughs> and, and I'm not even kidding you. That's how he talked. And everything was that. Like, whatever it was. Movies led to sex. Wow. Sent you to hell. It's like Mean Girls. He's not wrong. I mean. Well, I mean. Yeah, to sex, be fair, you will have chlamydia. There is a hell. To be fair, but, that's why school started uh, teaching it. It's because people like that. Okay. But it, <laughs> all that to say, we, we, I was a senior. So for the seniors, they thought they had to be super, like, extra scary and hardcore about it. So they had a sex in college cinema, cinema seminar for us where we had we were like in our multi-purpose room thing. And then the lady it was a lady who was given the talk and she had like a slide Wait, projector. It, this wasn't co-ed. No, it was co-ed. 100 percent co-ed. They're seniors now. They were just back. In, oh, wow. And oh, yes. them were already pregnant. And then so, yeah, so she was. Wait, yeah. isn't the sex ed in public school? You went to public school, right? I was homeschooled. I was public school. Well, yeah, it public was school. You're Asian. Yes. <laughs> well, this was something. This yes. was something different. Obviously, we were seniors, and we obviously were informed on sex. So this was like addressed, like, "Hey, you're going to college. Here's the dangers of sleeping around and stuff like this. And this is where it could go mm. if you're not careful." So Did that that was a, this video so, with hey, girls around. Well, yeah, they, she, I'm not going to ruin it for you. I no, no, did. yeah. So there was. <laughs> Yeah, there, so Do you think videos. the video is the highlight? What he's going to talk about <laughs> is the highlight. Um, so she down. was going up. She she prefaced it. She said, disclaimer. She's like, hey, if anybody in the room has a weak stomach or can't, you know, things easily gross them out, it probably should look down and not look at this next slide. And up to this <laughs> moment, you thought mind, body, soul, no, stomach it, here, still trapped. Here's the thing. You like, were great. 
yeah, I have I like gore, nothing like that has yeah. ever affected me in, seen... in any way, shape, or form. Like any gross movies, I've been like, okay, cool. What's you know, the grossest movie you think you saw before that? Um, have you seen any horror films? Oh yeah, totally. So like maybe have you seen like Halloween? Oh no, you hadn't. <laughs> hadn't seen Halloween. Uh, but I, I, I feel saw... like I've seen like things much. Yeah, Saw like twenty eight days saw? later and all that stuff. Okay. Yeah. Seen and Saw, and uh, and probably even stuff more graphic than Saw. Toxic um, Avenger. But so all that to say, that type of stuff, gore, gross things, never really had a weak stomach ever. So she prefaced prefaced that, and so she turns on uh, the next slide, and apparently she starts talking about. So these are uh, diseased fallopian tubes. This is the external view of the vagina that's diseased, and then so she, what? Not to get real descriptive. Right. But how close are they showing this? It was like super close up. Like, are you seeing inner thigh or uh, close it was, enough you're not seeing inner thigh? Uh, it was close. Does it you, just look like mountain terrain? Yeah. 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 I mean, you it's can like see the like, rest of development or like there's like <laughs> the external of it was hills. like just enough to where you can see like just like in- these are hills in Iran. He was like, no, those are my balls. <laughs> Does it, it look just- like that bag of pistachios? <laughs> It was just interior of the uh, inner thigh initially. And then it zoomed in, like kind of like did a tunnel vision thing to go inside to see what it was like. Wait, hold on a second. This is like Jurassic Park. This is like Jurassic Park where he's like, uh, he's like, hey, let's get our buddy, Mr. DNA. And then he goes like, let's go for a trip. Spare no expense. And then they... <laughs> So he's like, but the uh, funny there, thing, are dinos, dinos, there are vaginas on this ride, are they? Not <laughs> so what happened whenever it did that tunnel vision zoom in thing, I literally had tunnel vision. Like, no joke. Like, I just started seeing like a light. You died. So, like, <laughs> so it just and then I just it just went black after that. So what happened was from the people who were around yeah, who were there me, and told you the story. They said she said the word herpes and I was gone. And I had, <laughs> and I had a full on. Seizure. You're like my sex life is seizure. over before it began. It's done. So, yeah, so, seizure. Yeah, I had a full on seizure. <laughs> apparently, it was apparently. <laughs> apparently, it was violent too. Apparent? No, no joke. My friend Nick, who to this day, is like prides himself in the fact that he was just laughing hysterically at the whole thing. <laughs> like, yeah, that's a true friend right there. That's and I've great. thought about bringing him on this podcast to see, like, get his third party perspective on the story, just because I want to know. But apparently, I like slipped back into my chair where my my head was it's like red. over back, and I was like convulsing. So it's like <laughs> <laughs> doing that whole thing. <laughs> Can you just it's, imagine if we all were there? <laughs> oh my Dude, god! And so I went white and apparently it was i was like convulsing in my chair and they're like ah uh, we need you don't want him to choke we need to get him out of his chair so they it was Did a, you just like, leave the herpes vagina up i don't know i don't know so that'd they, be the perfect time for a selfie though i mean like you're <laughs> you're like i like i'm just like kind of doing this and you're on the ground and there's a diseased vagina in the background like, what up class of like- 99 or whatever <laughs> Can you imagine that would have been on Snapchat for sure? People would have been like, "Yeah, that, that was before <laughs> iPhones existed. The year before it came out." Um, You're lucky. Yeah, I'm yeah. lucky. Very lucky. But uh, so they tried to get me out of my chair, and apparently my body leaped onto the floor, and I started. 
Lost he quit drinking water while he's telling the story. You almost spit it out three times yeah. now. And then so I was like convulsing on the floor, and I remember just waking up, like to my like two teachers over me, like, Kaylin, you okay? I'm like, I I feel like I'm gonna throw up. And then so they got like a trash can over next to me. Didn't throw up yet. Yeah. No, actually, actually, I don't think I throw, threw up, but I felt super nauseated. And then they rushed me to the hospital, and then I had. You had to clap. Yeah, exactly. No. I was like, that's um, what my vagina looks like. <laughs> <laughs> so they tested me all day that day. They couldn't find anything. So they. It's the demons. <laughs> so they um, they scheduled me for a sleep deprivation epilepsy test. So I had to be sleep deprived and I had to go into the doctor super early and I had to lay on the bed. And they had to like do strobe lights like directly in my face to see if they could recreate a seizure. And uh, I didn't seize up. Didn't have anything. I went to several other doctors, like at least two or three other ones. And I couldn't drive for like six months, all this stuff. At the end of the day, they're like, yeah, we don't know what happened. He uses like vaginas. Yeah. <laughs> all for an inside out vagina. Yeah. So I was like, maybe, maybe people, uh, gay people don't have a choice. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, was, I mean, maybe they just don't like vaginas. I, 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 I love, uh, you don't have to say I, it. I love women. No one thinks that you're gay. <laughs> it's okay. Are you sure I'm not Chandler? Hey, hey, uh, Chandler are you sure I'm not if like... If you were, we're all cool with it. Too. <laughs> no, there's anything wrong with it. <laughs> I got tons but of you think friends. disease vaginas look bad, you should see a disease penis. <laughs> Haven't seen one what of those, that, What if you're just Well, let elated. me show you. <laughs> what if you're just elated, like it's like euphoric? <laughs> like the opposite, like... I'm so it's fully, like you're like right tripping now. on LSD or whatever, like... I don't know what's happening to him, but I've never seen him more happy in his life. 911, our friend won't stop orgasming. We don't know what to do. He's crying now. I had a- we, said disease, we said herpes and and it just and showed him a slide. <laughs> I had a fr- uh, my friend who was playing guitar in my band at the time. He always joked that I would come home to our apartment and then he would have pictures of diseased vaginas all over the apartment just to see what would happen. <laughs> never did. Never did it. But he threatened we'll me get any time. Kaylin, hey, that you, hey, that's what you're the best story I think I will ever hear. I know. I will have, never hear a better it, story. And it happened to me. Yeah. <laughs> yes. and it so your bachelor me, party, your bachelor party, you're gonna walk into a room and we're gonna oh, have that I'm, all over. Oh, oh, I can't oh see for it. sure. Oh, I yeah. won't be there. No, but I think I, we get it all. So we'll order one. We'll order order a disease vagina for you. Get one of those. I probably on the, they're probably on the cheap, right? Hey, you could probably make a pinata of it. Yeah. <laughs> you could have conqueror of fears. Yeah. Conqueror of fears. I was like, so are you terrified of uh, watching a child be born now? Do you, you think that'll be a problem? I don't. I don't think so. Do you think? Uh, you, would you? Are you gonna, I've are you never gonna stay up top? Any of my child's be? Huh? You gonna stay up by the head? Are you gonna go down? Down? I under? feel like I'd like to see what's going on. You're really? probably gonna faint again, though. You know that. Yeah. I you mean, know I'll, you I'll, will. Ro- I'll roll the dice. I don't care. <laughs> I'll be outside. We're gonna the, <laughs> outside the door yelling herpes. Hey, I, here's here's <laughs> the thing. Like, if I don't care, <laughs> if, <laughs> if, if I make other people laugh at my expense, I'm all for it. So, yeah. like, I, I really That's the don't best, care. Best attitude to have. So, because I just do a lot of this they stuff. put a mirror down there so the girl can see it, and mm-hmm. I, it's like a, oh no, the worst Mm-mm. fun house ever. <laughs> worst fun house. I'm opting out of that option. Yeah, yeah. It's like a sporkly, like it's like some make makes them real skinny, some makes them real tall, real fat. Is that so bad? <laughs> no, I always stayed oh up. Oh my gosh, you're so dilated. Head and uh, and just made jokes. I would lose my mind if uh, we find out at some point your wife 
like decorates herself down there for one so for some night. You come home, she's oh, like, "I'm man. ready for you," and you pull out the sheets like, well, oh, God! well, the funny thing is, at the time of this this event, I was a virgin at the time, so. The running joke with like all my band members and stuff was like on your wedding night. It was um, like yeah, like yeah. The first time you have sex, you know, it's like it may be maybe, the best experience in the world for dialed. her because you're like convulsing and basically she human vibrator. <laughs> <laughs> but for you, you're, you're not gonna remember any of it. <laughs> That's great, man. Didn't happen. Well, the show's done. We can't top that. So, uh, <laughs> so Alexa, Josh that's Josh my uh, my seizure story. <laughs> amazing uh i'd like to uh bring up the fact that like buzz at the berg fest we announced that and Mm -hmm. that's southern illinois first ever honey gold festival um and uh we got artists like skinny jim and the number nine black tops raven hill bad ghost uh david curtis and friends which is basically going to be like run kid run and sidewalk slam and solo stuff all in one they're doing it Yes, that's awesome. Well, oh, with different versions. He, David, yeah, yeah. David's yeah. doing it. David and Matt are cool. Yeah. That's cool. That's yeah. at least yeah, something. Matt will be there. Yeah, uh, Sean Hopkins, City of Auburn, Melotonin, uh, Josh Clifton, the Blackbirds, Dane Johns, Boston Prophet, Heather Hammers. So it should be a fun time. Good if old you're time. in the Southern Illinois area, you should come out to West Frankfort, Illinois, on the 29th. So. And it's at a bowling alley, if I'm not mistaken. No, well, it's no. Uh, it's sponsored bowling by Bowling is one. allowed okay. to happen at the yeah. bowling alley. Which I'm over. about bowling. <laughs> um, I'm stoked on that. Uh, what Do you guys have anything you want to bring? Normally, Johnny has stuff. Um, you want to bring up Slipknot? Well, you're in love with them. No, I am, no stop I am that. Not. So that's a good segue then for what I was going to say. Kind of, I was going to piggyback off of your thing a little bit. Fears. Um, I was at work the other day, <coughs> and I had a, a terrible fear. I, re- I do. You, any of y'all have like just like the like your biggest fear, or anything, anything that's just yeah. You just, like, well, it was. That you want to know our biggest fear right now? Did. Is that what you're asking? So. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? That's so <laughs> <He> said, sad. <laughs> my biggest fear was that my wife would cheat on me, and then she did. <laughs> that's, that's so sad. <laughs> oh my. Gosh, but crazy. I mean, it might have been self self fulfilling. Yes, self prophesied. No, I mean, I'm way happy. I'm super happy now. So you're happy <laughs> that she did that. It's no, not, I'm not happy that she did that. But you're looking pro, at years down the road, you're pro infidelity. Everything <laughs> happens for a reason. Exactly. Yeah, that's funny. Um, but no, I was just sitting there thinking about like just for some reason I don't know what it brought up, but like just fears and everything. Because I don't really have any fears of like, that, that I know of. I bet you I put a bear in here with you. <laughs> only you're you gonna be scared. Really I mean, like, uh, I'm fears. not scared of you. <laughs> hey, boo-boo. Did you not hear? <laughs> I'm not scared. I don't have any fears. <laughs> I don't have any fears. But I was at work and I was thinking about that. And then, um, are there any things that like that your significant others have ever like, ha- like done that you like deal breakers or things that you just don't like? Or that you found out later. Is there anything like for you, like Josh? Anything that your wife now does? Does and then you're like, no, you you can get you can get over it. There's all the little things that may oh have bothered you mean you before. that that bothered me before, but don't. Uh, no, 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 no. I, I think uh, after 12, 13 years, uh, we've tried to love each other the best way we can. So we've worked through 
and weeded out of each of us, I think, things that annoy each other. It took, rough, it took roughly a seventh or eighth grader for that. <laughs> yeah. I'd say it took roughly about 10 years to get it, get all those things out. And, uh, and I'm not saying that, oh, she never annoys me or anything, but fear. Is that what you're talking about? Like, yeah. Oh, well, I'm getting into that thing. I don't, it is, it, there's those things. Because I was always little things. Like, like if food is not put up and we waste food, I think that's one of the worst things we can do. I get actually pretty mad if mad. food is left out. Mad. Mad. Uh, just little things like yeah, that. Cool. Is that what you're talking about? Kind of. Just things like that that just annoy you. There's not like there's plenty of things I'm sure that w- annoy me that I know of that I think whenever it comes to a significant other I can look past or anything. But there's one thing that like Caitlin like he you go with Michelle all the time to country shows because she loves country. Yes. And you're not a huge fan. You don't. No. Not really at all. No, and she but, loves, but like, she, she loves it. So country, you're willing to do doors that. And and yeah, yes. and I was like, like I can go to a concert, uh, country concert, and then I start thinking like, what if I fall in love with someone, and they love like Nickelback or Creed type of thing? <laughs> <laughs> We've talked about this and on. I know, but I'm saying like late later in like in life or anything. Late, I was, you find like, out. Yeah, I'm like, like wait, a, no, you're like a big fan. I knew you, you used to, but like they're on tour and you want to go. Like a buddy of my work. Has to go see Train every single time they're in town. Train's a good band, though. Well, he hates them. Like he oh, just okay. hates them. You and he sees them every single year. So, so in here through this door walks the physical epitome of your like uh, your dream girl or guy or guy. <laughs> <laughs> got to be fair. Never know. Uh, and and loves all the things you love. The only thing is, she's also the president of the Nickelback <laughs> fan club, and has a Chad Kroger tattoo on oh her my, back. No, and then if she had a tattoo, no, no. But right. everything else, she has a tat. If if she's like happy about that, it's like, oh, I was dumb, I was drunk, and I made a bad decision. So, no, right, she's still a fan of Nickelback. So Brady, is your question is whether you're going to be mature enough or not to deal with it? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. That's that's absolutely. it. Okay. Because you know it's immature to not Look like 99.9% sure. of her is perfect to you in that one Well, that's more than a 1%. <laughs> okay, be... let's say 99%. I mean, I'm saying that, I'm saying it's more than 1%. 98%. I'm, I'm saying that's like a 10%. 90% thing she's perfect for you. Yeah, I mean there's I'll take a, a 50% over I, I No, that's not no, no. He's wrong. No, no, that's so I, that he's wrong, wrong, right? No, I agree I'm wrong. Yeah. I'm terrified of that. Like that's I that is my fear now. So between her and a bottle of Jurgens, you'd pick the Jurgens? I don't <laughs> That those that are pickles. Uh, ooh. Right? No. No, that's gherkins. Gherkins. I don't know what Jurgens are. What are Jurgens? Okay. What were you, what I thought you said a bottle of Jurgens like the lotion. Like him Jurgens himself up. <laughs> You're dumb, man. <laughs> no, like like the lotion. Oh, okay. Uh, so like, but my wow, what's was, wrong like, with me? I'm I was girl. sitting there thinking about it <laughs> because I've talking so openly about how much I hate them to like great extents that I would obviously have to overcome that or anything, and then I would never live that down. I would if you got mature enough to overlook that. And on your wedding day, I go, you know, you, you should dance to photograph. Your first dance should be to photograph. And I, I was probably like, would. And I, so I would hilarious. go, so I will pay though. whatever it takes to get great. Chad Kroger to marry you. Like, this is like her dream. But like, I would make it her day. Like, uh, like but Todd's going to marry me. Yeah. Not if, not if, uh, uh, 
uh, I'm trying to think of your future wife's name. Let's call her Stephanie. Not if mm, Stephanie, Stephanie. Not if Stephanie was like, uh, if I said, hey, I know Brady really wants uh, Todd to marry you, but uh, um, but I will pay. I found out that for $10,000, Chad Kroger will come down and marry you, <laughs> and I will pay that as a wedding gift. And she she just loses her mind. She thinks that's great. That's that's I would do all that. <laughs> it, it would it would have to be a surprise for yeah. me because there's yeah. no way that you have plan on I'll, that. I'll have him walking out Dad's and he's face there on over his face. <laughs> so for a while you're like, oh, this is kind of weird, but I guess nice sediment. And he takes it off to his chatter Kroger. <laughs> it's like, like the worst. Your worst fear. I'm terrified of my dad's face now. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm ruining everything in your life. <laughs> it's a picture perfect moment. Yeah. It's like we that should do honey gold weddings. That has like <laughs> honey gold. Needs to I, get am, ordained. I am ordained. ordained. I'm ordained. Why aren't we doing weddings? Oh, because, <laughs> because no one's asked. Because we're making so much money on the other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that would suck. So what's your question, Brady? No, that was. It. I was getting to that. Like, I'm terrified of the fact that. My future wife is gonna love Nickelback, and then I'm gonna have to go to a show. <laughs> hey, I, I bet their production's here. pretty good, though. Probably because he likes them. No, or because he, hates, he hates the music I listen to. Because I like like Corn and Fuel and Mudvayne yeah, and Stain. So weird. <laughs> yeah, I'll be listening to it, and he's like playing on his phone. He's like, yeah. You're doing a lot of visual things. I don't, know. I don't know. I've just I learned I can appreciate any type of live music. Like I can find something about it. I can at least enjoy. Like, yeah. Oh, he's got a cool guitar, or like, oh, his guitar tone's pretty good, or oh, the drummer is pretty in the pocket. You know, that's what I try to look for things that I can't. But take I was away from I was noticing that because you guys go to a lot of shows together. Oh uh, yeah, a few. But, but then she she'll put up with the the heavier stuff too, right, sure. which and I know she does not enjoy it at all. Which is great, but, though. That's, yeah, she's that's, done the that's word shows. Yeah. yeah, she like whenever she saw the agony scene, it was funny because I showed her a meme about like uh, it was like a motorcycle and it's like you know this idling and it's like boom, 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 boom. and then it, the meme was like oh it's bleed by you know Mashuga or something that's like funny. that. So <laughs> she so at the agony scene was playing. She's like I hear the motorcycle, <laughs> the, the, so the kick drum. I was, was like, yeah, they, that's what's it, it. Were they the ones that she went and saw with you and she actually liked a little bit of some of it? Or is it something else uh, that she, she saw? That... She liked Emery. She saw Emery with me okay. and uh, she liked them pretty well. And she liked Oh Sleeper some. Um, and there's, I think, you know, I think there's some things she, she didn't hate about some of them. But I know she's, she's like, yeah, I never will probably enjoy this. And my goal is to make her enjoy it eventually one day. But knowing <laughs> that my uh, efforts will probably all be in vain. But it's okay. Yeah, that's one thing Josh go, growing up. Every time he's, I would say, like, "Oh man, she doesn't like this stuff." He's like, "That's awesome though, because you can educate her. You get to teach her." Oh yeah, things, yeah. It's it's a whole world great, that she didn't also, know existed. Oh, I'm going. There's also part of that. I'm just I hate the idea of like, man, so much work to get them to actually <laughs> relationships like good music. are so much work. No, that's different. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> no, it's oh, fun. Lord. Like, and I've actually enjoyed exposing myself to like type of music that I would have never even right remotely close to being like let that near my ear holes at all so you know it's not bad That's, well good for you that's great try you're a better man than some of us so your question was oh my gosh no i was getting to that we're okay. done 
Go to something oh, else yeah, now. I just wanted to bring up the fact that he might not be mature enough to handle that situation, even though Kalen is. That was his whole Alexa, that I, w- I, mean, I think I will be able to, but it's just gonna suck. Alexa, <laughs> what's a new topic? No, well, no. no. Do you think you? Do you think? I don't want to put your your current relationship under the microscope. Yeah, I put it in there. You're okay with it? <laughs> yeah. Put it under Is there, there anything he he likes that you're like ah oh, man? But you look over it because Warcraft. You like him? Warhammer. I will say that's what it is. Well, one thing. uh, Let me preface this before you you say you respond. I will say, Kalen just interrupting like crazy. I know he's taking the the mic here. Me and uh, me and Michelle have both (laughs) acknowledged the fact that you do like like if if Zach's into like the Boston Bruins, is that right? The hockey team. Like you'll get a jersey. You'll be all about it. And is it something that he's into? You, yeah, you're are. right. You're right there, and you're into it with them, and I think that's mm-hmm. super cool. So that's awesome. Unless you have a dog in the fight, exactly. Oh no! Like if it was like Patriots versus Cowboys, like he's on his own. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. We are yeah. St. Louis there is Blues a line. And Nashville Predators fans. So we were definitely rooting against the Bruins. So. And that was in. It was vain, really apparently. sad to watch them lose because his face at the bar just broke my heart. <laughs> <laughs> I have a video of it, and I still like look at it, and I'm like, wow. This is like a dog dying, and it's just a game. But Boston Bruins have won recently, right? Right. Yeah, but Boston sports fans like always have four to times win. now. I think. Yeah, they're like six, like some ridiculous amount. Like they've always and the, and the Blues ha- have never won, right? No. Never. Never. Yeah, so, so they deserved it. Yeah, they did. Like at the end of the day, I'm like, oh, you know what? They deserved it. And then that little girl kissed the Stanley Cup. And I was like, this is all great. Mm. Like this is cute. The team won. It's great. What did Zach say about that little girl? Like bad things. Well, like, wanted to no. die. No, no. <laughs> not Johnny. That one time where he like got mad and he said, wished, "I hope this kid dies he, in a car accident." No, on no. His way he, home. he wished leprosy. Leprosy. Upon him. Upon him. <laughs> <laughs> no, Zach Haley just said they were trying like, to get the emotional vote. Haley goes, "You happy about yourself or whatever?" Yeah, yeah. It's like, or do you feel good about yourself thing. right now? That's what it was. So, Alexa, you uh, you shared a post on Facebook that um. It's like some guy abusing dogs, greyhounds. Yes. Yeah. And, yeah. I, I, read I read that, that. I read that whole thing, and the thing that stuck that was the oddest to me. <laughs> this is the best. I, mean, you, I, was just I like, laughed when I read it too. Because it was like uh, this guy apparently like was responsible for the death of like what twelve, 12 greyhounds. Eighteen. Mm-hmm. Oh, 18? Man. It was like a lot. Yeah. It was. It was like a, a More ridiculous than 10. amount. And then he had like a new one. And he's posing with it, and someone's just bringing out like you know, Ford has this guy as a model and blah blah blah, and. All the comments so far were like, I can't believe it hurt an animal. This is that. And the biggest question on my, my mind was, uh, Ford has models? <laughs> was it Ford trucks? I thought it was. No, it's I Ford it was Tom models. Ford. No, yeah, it's yeah. not Tom Ford. It's the oh. Ford agency, oh, which okay. is like separate from everything. But it's a yeah. huge you thought it was. agency. Because yeah, yeah, I'm in the position that understood. Yeah, that's awful. Clearly, you guys have expressed it. Are we just skimping over this whole Ford model thing? (laughs) (laughs) I read it and I was like, trucks? What? And then I was like, Ford trucks. (laughs) That's great. Wait, but were you going to put under my, you said under a microscope? Oh, yeah, just you guys' relationship. Is there something about him that bothers you that is like a deal breaker almost? But you look past it. But yeah, <laughs> he probably knows you're so vocal. He probably knows all the thing that annoys that he does that annoys you. And you guys still work. Through some it. Popcorn? I fucking hate popcorn. Oh, <laughs> Get that out of my face. You know, like, Get that going out of my face. 
Um, <laughs> I would just. <laughs> you sure you want to answer so this? Because if you listen, oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, the way he breathes, pretty, the way he walks. I'm pretty much like I don't really like the way he talks, and then his <laughs> face is a big problem, and um, one leg's longer than the other, and then he's got the clap. <laughs> <laughs> I no. don't know Zach, that for sure. None Disclaimer: of those are, Don't really know that for sure. You, I just I'm willing to check to though. <laughs> no, like I'm like you said, like with the Bruins, like I'm pretty much like I'll start to get into your hobbies and like. Because I like seeing other people happy, and I think yeah, that's, that's like great. the maturity that's so awesome. Brady doesn't have. Wow. But it's probably true, though. So I'm getting better. I will say the thing that annoys me to the end of the earth, where I want to like punch him in the shoulder, is if I'm playing a song in the car, he will look super bored. But if it's his music, he is super happy and excited. But the minute I change it to something I like, and I'm super happy, he's like, "Oh yeah, that's great," and just gets on his phone. I'm like. I have I have a theory. <laughs> so you can't join in with you with it. No. I have a theory and I'm sure there are plenty of people that are going to disagree with me. Uh and I'm probably wrong. But how many of us do you think will disagree with you? Everybody but you. No, I think Brady will will agree w- or disagree with me. Oh, I'm you think one, so? I'm thinking I'm the only one that will agree with you. I think you will agree with me. Okay. I think I don't know. Uh, I think you'll disagree. Uh, so 75% of this room are going to. So he I thinks think Alexa will disagree. I will maybe agree. We're all of the same creative mind. And we love music very much. I'm very opinionated about music. Um, I think it's dangerous for two of us to be together in a relationship. Like two people like us to be in a, da- a relationship together. Usually we go outside our uh, music scene to find the person. I think that's why Megan and I are such good, uh, such a good couple. Cause she, she has her music, but she is never in the history of our marriage. Other than I want to show you this one song that I heard or this or that. She has never said, can I control them radio? She's never ever done that because she, I'll say this. You got her to submit. <laughs> no, I think it's one of those things where, like, she she said this. I, I'd be scared to bring you music choice because I know how much research you've done and what you think. And I know I'm opinionated. Uh, this podcast is very obvi- uh, 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 tributes to that, very obviously. Um, yeah, for those that listen, if he seems like he gets triggered for the sake of acting on the show, no. We could be at McDonald's and he'll act that absurd <laughs> about like what it's you, the same. You like good Charlotte? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> They're not a good band. They're not. Um, <laughs> I love good Charlotte. Young and the Hopeless though is a good song. Go ahead. Paper, <coughs> plastic. plastic. Which matter. one? I've got that. I have it. Like that. Yeah. yeah, that's the only thing Mocking I know. Mockingbird, don't everybody <laughs> have you heard? Have you heard? I'm gonna, gonna buy you a mockingbird. Mockingbird, and then that, that mockingbird <laughs> don't. Okay, they're all right. Good Charlotte's okay. Yeah, yeah they're pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Were they the one that did the "Hey Dad, I'm writing to you"? Yes, emotionless. It's on the Young and Hopeless album. Oh, wow. That's that. Yeah, that's that song. Yeah. No, Not what's the to uh, tell you, their simple plan has one also about their dad. M- one. T- <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't be. Yeah, that's that's that song. Yeah. My mom plan. one time made the mistake. 
To tell my father, when I hear this song, I think that's how Joshua said, uh, is Joshua singing it to you? And normally you think, oh, thanks, mom, for trying to like connect with my dad in like a music genre that you think we connect. And I couldn't have been more furious at the fact that she thought I would have anything to do with Simple Plan. <laughs> like, I was so offended. That's the only bad thing. Like, yeah. that, that she's, like, potentially pitting you against your dad. Yes, <laughs> oh, for sure. No, no, she's not pitting me against. She was like, hey, I think you're a little rough on Josh. And I think you sometimes, which Brady will tell you right away, as the oldest son, I got in trouble more. And oh. I do it with London, too. You expect more out of your older, you older son. I, no, I don't. Um, you hit them all the same. <laughs> <laughs> I hate those jokes. Uh, but all that to say, I I expect, I expect, or I actually think that my dad did a great job uh, with the way he raised me. Um, and I loved, I loved that. Uh, love it now, but in the middle of it, I hated it. What was, uh, we were talking about. Simple plan. Simple plan. No, before that. You were saying that I might not agree with you about something. I don't think that. that I think it's best to... Alexa, I mean, you and Zach seem to be doing great. But if you were to have me uh, find you a guy, I would find you someone not in the music scene. See, that's what I was looking for, and then I found this one. But I will say I agree she with you. She is looking for someone else though outside the music. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. No. <laughs> you heard it here, buddy. Sorry. I'll say <laughs> I agree with you. I think like two creative minds, like it's just like headbutting. Oh. But I I'd say I they mean both the want attention way. too. Yeah. Oh well. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm just saying they want but let me say this better. You gotta be on the same page or else it's they both it's caustic. They both wanna be the center of attention. Let's say that. And if you're competing competing with your significant other, uh, that's tough. And that's why I think most relationships that are made in Hollywood, some of the ones that are like work out the best, go and do their own thing, and they're not really together. Uh, or one's a superstar, and then like the other one's like a waiter or or a guy that like I don't know that uh, like he's in some other field. That has nothing to do with what they like. That Asian in. movie that just came out, Crazy Rich Asians. No, the other Asian movie, same premise though. Had that Asian lady on it, comedian. Oh, the Ali Wong. Ali Wong. Talking about. Yeah. I forgot I what it's called. Talking about. One was on Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I can't remember what it's called, but I know they were both in it. It's actually a really good movie. <laughs> Always be my maybe or something um, like that. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I completely agree with that, and I think uh, <laughs> Michelle. Wait, and I, real quick. Agree. Agree. Yeah. Agree. I agree. Wow. I did to not it, expect With that. a caveat, but yeah. Of course. I agree yeah. with like some points. I'm not yeah. saying it's a hard rule. I'm no. saying it's probably, it is, I think if it's you healthy. look at them across the board, it's healthier. It's the opposite to track kind of thing. Right. Uh-huh. I think if Megan had a, was a musician, like we would argue way more. It was like uh, that comment. You made er- in an early podcast episode about how much I love ketchup and I needed a woman that loved mustard. Yeah. And I was, and I was like, <laughs> no, I want somebody who loves ketchup. She's like, no, you needed somebody to compliment this is relationship you. Relationship corner that has, 
that loves mustard and loves pickles. That, and Michelle loves the crap out of mustard and pickles. Oh, I and she, I mean, she likes Michelle, ketchup. Michelle, I'm right there with you. No, I mean, I still I, think that's wrong. I, I hate both. I mean, I'm, so, I mean, I'm fine with someone not liking ketchup as much as you, but liking mustard, that, that's yeah, disgusting. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a that tough is thing to get thing. That, is it, that would be the straw that broke the camel's back. <laughs> oh, you like Chad Kroger and Nickelback? I think I can look over that. I also love mustard. No, nope. you're out. <laughs> you're out. You're, you're out. out of the running. <laughs> Those two things would be the the things that Brady wouldn't like. Yeah, I uh, but I say Michelle and I are very different in a lot of ways, but we do work super well together, and that's one thing I do. I I appreciate how different we are, and that's why I think we work. Yeah, so, I'd agree. I yeah. think the fact that she likes country music is is a positive for your relationship. Oh, I completely agree. Uh, I think it's also positive for your business and what you're striving to be. Oh, for sure. We're in Dallas, Texas. Yeah. Texas. Baby, lock them doors and turn the lights down low. Go ahead. I remember I uh, when in when I was in uh, school, for, I went to school for theater, and I that was the thing they said more than anything. It's like don't date other actors. Don't anything in the same field. Like it's too difficult. You'll never know if you're in character. Or not? <laughs> Do you love me or you sure. rehearsing for a role? <laughs> right. But yeah, that I mean, I dated that for sure, and uh, and uh, it was it was not good. Not good. I guess it seemed great and everything, but then uh, obviously, yeah, we'll love the same things. No, you need your own thing. Oh yeah, because I'm, I'm cool with like someone liking this, the same thing, right? But like being as, as passionate as I am with something. See yeah, how passionate you and I are, and we get in arguments all the time, and and. Think about that with the person you want to spend the majority of your time with. Like, one person will get trampled on. One person will argue to the point. Now, it's not... There's a difference between going head-to-head and then arguing. Right, yeah. There's there's a difference between sharpening and then trying to win the thing. Mm -hmm. And the problem with most relationships is they see it as... Uh, we're together until we're not because we see eye to eye and like you go to your friends and you say, gosh, she's crazy. And he goes, he's an animal and whatever. This sounds like a romantic comedy. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> But all that to say, you got to look at relationships as if you're, there's no winner and loser. There's either two winners or two losers. And, and so you're never, if you're both, think you're right and you're both experts on a thing if megan knew about uh about music as much as i did and was as passionate about it then we it would be so hard this i'm not saying it's not possible but it would be so hard if she was like a solo artist and i had my own thing and and i was getting big but she never got or vice versa and Mm -hmm. i saw her there'd be a little jealousy unhealthy there would be a little bit of resentment and it would take an amazing, amazing understanding, patient, and uh, and uh, self self assured person, confident person, right? To to be able to see that and not kind of have even if you're happy for the person, which I think I would be, I think I'd still be like, oh, man, but I, am I good? Am I always going to be known as her? husband that has a lesser career there's just something in there that i think will always dig what do you think eric yeah okay yeah there uh, was a girl i i was kind of interested in 
but I was really getting into bass playing at the time, and she also played bass, so I decided not to pursue it for that reason alone. Two bass players is not no. the last type of girl There's you need. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I, I was like, I was like, no, I would get too competitive. <laughs> I get too competitive with how how good at our instruments we were. I argue, I just let her play bass. I would just take the yeah, back seat. I'm like, I, yeah, cool. Yeah, right, I argue that if you could find a girl as a drummer, you actually might be great. <gasps> Think about oh, how sure. tight of rhythm section you would be. Huh? I would let that girl be our the drummer for Ravenhill if you married her. You have to marry her first. You have to marry her first? Yeah. Yeah, that's not going to work. It's like um, Pat Benatar, her husband's her guitarist. Yeah, but were they, was he her guitarist before they were married? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Josh says I can't. She can't. No girl oh. can be in the band unless she's married. I didn't say it. no girl could be in the band. Don't put that on me. You <laughs> said that. <laughs> I said, said that no girl can be a drummer. You can't. I will tell you this: if you start dating a girl and we found out she played something that we needed, there's no way she's joining the band if you're dating her. Yeah, because if you yeah, break up, smart. that's terrible. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. That's awkward. No, we just kick her out. No, but I'm what if she's not, better? Well, what than if she's you? better than you? If she's better than you. Woo! Then you can kick out. That's fine. Uh, that's uh, too much because then I have to yeah, make a decision. Hey, for well, my that's your brother. problem. Yeah, all, yeah. That's why I don't want it to be my problem. Yeah, that's well, why it's yeah. not happening. <laughs> I said, if you marry her, hey, it's, it's both of us or none of us. <laughs> I feel like Stephanie, it works. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Quit. Quit. I feel like anybody it works want for me? need a bass player and a drummer that I don't know yet. Must know four <laughs> notes on bass. <laughs> I'm like a different creative though, so I feel like. That's why I've only you dated musicians be. because I the do the th- business. Uh, there is yeah, an asterisk a, next wait, to you yes. because you aren't creating something. You are a you are helping people create and yeah. achieve their goals. So actually, when I was saying that, I thought that that might be why you and Zach work because he, if he's smart, he he leans on your understanding on the things that most musicians aren't good at, um, including myself. Like paying the bills. I, <laughs> uh, doing Sugar mama. <laughs> uh, being I'm going to tell you the whole reason Raven Hill is able to continue to do it because sometimes Megan is the sugar mama and sometimes I'm the sugar mama <laughs> we're both go. sugar mamas that's some old gross sugar I feel yeah. like anytime you date a creative like there's a huge understanding that people from the outside don't see and I feel like it works with me because I'm like, oh well, business wise, like you're only gonna make money from merch. You didn't right. make any but money. Right. Like, once again, to that point, is like you're you're looking at it from two separate points, so yeah. you're, you're able to see like, both fill sides. in the gaps of each other. Yeah. If you're both lead singers, if you're both guitar players, you just uh, there's some funny and fun competition at first, and then it's like, all right, well, yeah, I could have done that better. Our than bands could yeah. play together. We could do this thing together. Blah blah blah. blah. And then then you're but like, think but, about yeah, you're the in, crappy conversations or the the weird moments on the road or in the studio or during the time when you're writing, there's think about this, Brady. All of us are in the studio and normally I'm pretty heavy handed with like the way I write. Um, Maybe less now, but especially whenever we first started off, I was pretty more heavy. I was really heavy handed and then throw the woman I love more than anything that to say, uh, something negative about something I'm doing or think against me and go on your side, then it throws this whole, like, are you're my, 
you're my wife and you're not on my side? Like all that weirdness? Right. But once again, I think that's where you and I differ enough that it would not be as big of an issue for me. For you, that would affect you pretty, probably pretty significantly. For me, I feel like, and I think it's probably because the type of role I've played in music is the fact that I'm more of a supporter, more of a, a flush ideas out. I'm not the big contributor. So right. therefore, like, it's not like I don't have that. Like, I have opinions for sure, but at the end of the day, I'm willing to concede somewhat. So you're so. saying I need you to put yourself in the in my position where you are the one leading. Well, and that if I was the front man and I had all the made a majority of the decisions, yes, it would be an issue. I'm yeah. saying for me that once again, like I was saying, like with a caveat to it, that it wouldn't be quite the same. I think I agree that if you're both leading actors and there's like there's going to be competition. If you're both uh, front men, uh, front artist, whatever yeah. the your band, there's going to be competition. If you're, I would love to look. If into I found a lead, if I started, if I started dating a girl that was a lead singer of a band, I mean, I don't think it'd be an issue at all, for me. Um, I'd love to look into the life of John Krasinski and Emily Blunt. Oh, that'd be amazing. But I bet you, and and sorry, this is gonna make me sound bad. I bet you he is probably a great leader, but he probably runs the house. Uh. uh just because he was the director of that movie. And it says not runs that I don't know how to say that yeah. the right way. Uh that he he I think a good leader leads uh by taking all the information and making making it easier on everyone else. Like you kind of all kind of say, okay, this is the guy that's leading us. Um I'm not going to roll with an iron fist and take everybody's uh, and it's a democracy and, and, and it's done with love and everything. Same way in a marriage, like Megan has as much authority as I do, but she has conceded to the fact that like, I, I trust as I, I, you're my leader. I'm going to trust you. If I don't, if I'm not sure, I think you're going to, because of your experience and everything, you're going to lead us in the right step. I think the main thing for that, though, is the fact that she's choosing to right. do that. And right. I think the way I am, I would be the leader that I, and make the final decision for, on things if that's what my relationship called for. Uh, I, I really want to like hear I'm from you, Alexa, so, on this. Like, I feel like more so I am I – I would take all the information, and then we would make a decision together. And I know that's what you would do also, for sure. But at the end of the day – I think it's more of a – so, like, in the case of, like, John Krasinski and Emily Blunt, I feel like I don't know if he is the leader. I think he – they are – because they're both powerful forces personality-wise, I feel like. I feel like she definitely has, has a strong opinion on things and, like, has, like, proven herself time and time again. Uh, but I'm not I think, questioning I know that, that she's not I a know. actor. I'm not saying that. Him. I'm saying just uh, – but – I would not assume that he is the leader. In the only reason the I say that is because he's the only one that has directing credits and and uh, has directed her in a movie. So she had to be in that situation. That's why I brought them up. Right, right. I know. Because in to, a quiet place, that. they're both in that movie. It's the only time he's they've been in a movie together. 
and he was directing. So she had to be either either A, make a conscious decision that normally I kind of uh, rule the house or or I'm the alpha in this relationship or B and and make a decision to not be on the set or which is possible or it made sense because she's okay with like trusting him well I, I heard initially when she she wasn't the person who was going to do that role right. initially and she, she read he, did, he, didn't, he didn't want, want her he but didn't he want read it, it she read it and she was like i have to do this i'm the only one right. i feel like to do this justice so. he didn't want to because he didn't want to have to right he didn't want to mix that right the, yeah uh because personal and business th- because that that makes sense that uh, that makes sense to me that like it would be so weird to have megan in ravenhill yeah because um you can ask Gillett. Because there's a, there's a as the leader of Ravenhill, there's sometimes like where I go like I'm like hey do this do this do this, and even if like I I I disagree, like maybe I think we should be doing it this way or someone's late or this. Try not to pick at things, but um, <laughs> but if that was this with my wife, that me. would become even more of a thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's almost like it becomes. At the end of the day, I'm still Kaylin's friend, still your brother and friend, and I don't, I don't, I can separate Raven Hill and that. So if like if we had a disagreement in Raven Hill, uh, I can step back and do that. But with my wife, I think it would be different. Right. Sure. I think honestly, going back to the Krasinskis, um, calling I feel like them the Krasinskis. Says that he's the leader. No, I mean, what's I, it's her, the, what's her last name? I, Blunt. She Blunt. didn't take the, his last name. I think, but I mean, as an actress, is is this the how? You think it's the Krasinski Blunt household? That's what yeah, they go by. Maybe I don't yeah, know. Maybe I mean, I'm fine with that. I think, but it's just shorthand makes it easier um, because that is primarily usually they t- you you take the male name unless you're Jack White. But um, what, I, what I was going to say was, I think, honestly, when it came, comes to that, and I would love to know more about that set and how it went about, but I because th- honestly, I'd love I the think non-Hollywood for sure. Answer. Right, for sure. I, I would love to know, like, because he will obviously say. Right. I want the, someone else that was just sitting there and just saw, saw right. everything happening. Uh, I honestly think she is a better actor than he is. Like, I hands agree. Hands down. 100%. So I think it would be foolish of him to be... Look, I'm in charge. I'm doing this because he's not a well-versed director. He does like he's but good. He did a great time. exactly. Yeah, great. and so he he did a great job. But I think a good director, a good person in leadership, uses the talents of everyone else around you. So he would, I think, for sure, he, he trusted her and let her do her thing. And it's like, cool, maybe this. What do you think? I, I think it was more of a. Uh, well, I think most directors are like that, but you got to know that, like. I guess most good directors are right. like what you're describing. But you got to know that there are those directors that, and he had to know, Krasinski had to know that there was a chance if there was some type of issue where he thought Emily Blunt was the issue. Are you leaving? 
Oh, no. Huh. Huh. Um, but, fun fact, I know exactly how Johnny feels half the time we're talking now. <laughs> really? That's a shitty thing to no, say. No, no, I was just joking. Okay. <laughs> I thought of it in the bathroom, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to say it. Um, Alexa, I'd like to hear what you think about this. Love you, Eric. About, about the dynamics. Oh, Keep in mind, this started as two creatives, musicians, being in a relationship together. And the only thing I have to base this off of is John Krasinski and Emily Blunt being two creatives together. Well, at least that's what you're using. Yeah, that's the example we're using. Can can I pop a thought in real quick before I bounce? Um, One of my favorite uh, images of that, though, where it works, is like Coden Cambria, Claudio, and his wife, Chandra. Um, They write the comic books together. And they, uh, she's heavily involved in the writing process of the story as far as where the music goes. And mm-hmm. that's like one of the only like power couples in the music world that's relevant to me personally that I see it work really well. And they'll do acoustic opening sets before the band for the VIP members. Before and she'll sing and stuff like that? Yeah. I that's wonder if that, if that dynamic uh, started. When did she start writing? From the uh, beginning? With the comics? I would say a couple years in, probably. Okay, so so the dynamic though is that Claudio is the leader. Then yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, he at has the end the of the day, probably the final say. But um, and you know, like they're a couple in front of a camera, and so I don't know what the truth is. I would love to see where the dynamic is the female leading, and see how that, and then the male came in. Carrie Job. Carrie Job. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. Very true. Anything about her? Oh, she's a worship leader lady. And her hubby lady. plays acoustic <laughs> and sings with her sometimes. Yeah, but now he has his own like thing. Honestly, too. I think that ha- actually pretty that good. happens a lot. Like like you said, Skillet. Uh, she has was it Ledger now is what her group is called I think. And it, well, she's, that's not his 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 wife is Corey who plays guitar yeah, and the other keyboard. Band. Ledger oh, is the they do have a girl drummer as well, but that's she does have her own thing. Oh, but or like was, Little Big Town. All right, see, never mind. But I'm they wrong. but they've Their been but she's been with. Skillet since like two, like two thousand, two thousand I think. So the white stripes that worked out great. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, Jack was definitely the right the there. the alpha there. So yeah. I love you guys and gals. Everyone, thanks for listening. Peace out. Have a wonderful evening. Enjoy the rest of the talk. Yeah, we're not done. He's he's just leaving. Yeah. Don't turn uh, off. Don't turn off. Bye, Alexa, what do you think about this? Like you understand what we're saying? Yeah. And what the what we're kind of talking about in the sense of. I mean, like, I don't know. I just don't know if it's, I mean, you very rarely see celebrity couples um, or, or even, I mean, think of like even other, even look, I don't know if Dallas had like a local couple, like a local scene growing up that like there was someone that was like in one band and another band and they were together. And when we had one in Southern Illinois. I'm trying to think if we had one. And both mm. bands, both had to quit the creative Seen to save their marriage. Yep. I mean, Kaylin, did we? I don't. I, I can't I'm trying think to think of, of like that blows me away. Them and they're not <laughs> with no. this map. I mean, and there may have been something that you guys have said no. I mean, sure, I, the, probably I know there's been we had relationships Dina. probably in. Oh. Yeah, Dina <laughs> and Dina dated Michael, who worked with Mike Zemer, but that but he yeah. wasn't in a band. That's one thing I was thinking. Like, what if someone had a production company type thing? And you got you started a relationship and you joined his company. He was the boss of the company. 
would and you knowing and went to school for it and knowing everything, like Zemer didn't or anything. So like say like someone like Zemer who it was his company or anything, and you guys started uh, dating. Would you be able to submit as him as the boss, even though you are creatively more in depth with that? No, and that's also my personality. I'm like, right. I would be. I think I consider myself more of an alpha personality because mm-hmm. I'm just more forward and like, not that I think I know everything because I don't. There's definitely things I can learn, but I'm just like. I'm more the person to present all the facts too. Like if you try to tell me something and then I'm like, no, this is the other way. And I have this and this and this to back it up. Whereas I don't know. I'll put it this way. If I was a singer of a band and offended by everything, we probably wouldn't work. Right. Because I feel like we both have big heads about, we would have big heads about that because I watch Mm -hmm. how he is. And I'm like, yeah, if I started to go somewhere, I feel like he'd have an, like, not an issue with it, but it would just be more like, but you're doing this and I could have done this better and da 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 da. But there's also the aspect I, I think about is like from the uh, movie A Star is Born. I think like them, she was amazing and then she starts changing her sound and the whole time he's thinking, that's not your true sound. That's not. That's not real. Yeah, music. he's like watching I, her sell out and think I that think that's beneath. I think that's why him. that movie was so hard for me to watch. Right. Because I, if let's say Megan was a pop star and and I saw her doing all the things that like I I uh, my integrity tells me not to. Right. That would kill me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I think that because I loved her, uh, I love her so much, and I see the greatness in her. If I saw her doing things that I morally or just hate about the the thing I the love music scene and stuff like that, yeah, uh, that would that would kill me absolutely. And that's that 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 would kill me as much as myself would end up doing. And that's that one thing storyline. That's one thing I don't know. If we talked too much about it on the podcast about that movie, but that's one like that aspect of it was definitely. I, I think coming from creatives like us that we struggle with the idea of like she legitimately sold out like she sold out and became something fake whenever she was already great we did talk about that a little bit but we they definitely don't paint it picture as she was wrong right in doing that absolutely and now, that's why jackson maine right says it but we are to believe that 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 her doing what she believed she was supposed to do uh playing those uh, those dumb pop songs um that that was the right thing to do right i feel like it's also like you can't force your happiness on somebody else like she was happy doing those songs she's making it and he's like i don't know if she was i I think she was happy she was she was happy to the fame yeah Yeah. she was happy with the fame but some people are real happiness fame is fleeting like i I think most people that are famous are pretty Dull inside. Well, like I would not say Katy Perry is a talented person. No, at all. But I always think she's happy doing her pop music. Like she likes that. Like I watched her Warp tour, and she likes doing those stupid songs and not singing very well. Right. Mm. So like, when she dated John Mayer, eventually, who's like a great guitarist and stuff, like that was probably an issue. I think eventually she'll come out and say that. She did not. We don't, we won't know until years, but she'll she'll come out and say she's grateful for the fans. But like, 
she'll eventually, she gets older, she'll start playing m- music that she cares about. I feel like you, that's the, what you see more than anything is people who, st- who, if they started out in one type of genre or they're one type of way, and then the fame takes over and they g- get big and popular and they go the scene route, they always end up coming back down to Using where they Katie were. Using Katy Perry as an example is good because she was a Christian artist named mm-hmm. Kay Hudson. Mm-hmm. And she did like that pop punk Paramore yeah. stuff. Yep. And, yeah. and then did, the record label wanted her to be Avril Lavigne. Like. She wanted to be, they wanted her to be sexy yeah. and all that stuff. And so they came out with Teenage Dream or whatever. Well, what happened? She, she was with one label. Um, and then they were doing like the kind of edgier thing, trying to make her Avril. Mm-hmm. And then they decided they were going to drop her. But one of her people, one of the people her who were A&R part of her team, yeah, her stole her and took her to another record Took her label. like the, over to Capitol. And yeah. then so they gave her a thing. And but it was she like wrote the, I Kissed a Girl, her big hit mm-hmm. that broke right. She wrote it and they put her on Warp Tour. And yeah. then, her first and then whenever the pop stuff started working for her in that realm, that she just kind of just, just she did. With it. She went with the sex sells thing. Yeah. Well, she's also mean? quirky. Like she literally, like it shows her in the bathroom, and she's dressed like a hamburger. And J Lo walks by in this beautiful gown, and she's like, "Oh God." <laughs> That's the uh, the one thing about her, though. She is weird. She's a very yeah. weird person. So I, I still see that personality still normal for her. And so it's not much different. So she, I think, probably genre wise, she has shifted, but she's still that still weird, quirky person. So it's she's not completely selling out in a sense like she's I don't still think able she to sold play. out I think she does pop music she's like I'm gonna do fun I will pop say music. on the subject of like documentaries whether they make you like the person more or less I remember I went uh my sister wanted to go see like the Katy Perry movie in theaters or whatever that so made you like her more it did make me like her more yeah. that I will she say she had a good producer yeah but I mean it showed the thing that it made her it humanized her more I'd say because it showed oh, her Russell divorce Brand. from Russell Brand. And like, there's a moment where she's like supposed to get up on stage and sing. And she's literally having like a crazy. It's in breakdown. San Paulo, Brazil. And he literally texted her that he moved out. And like, they're trying to put on makeup on her and she's just like losing it. And they're like, so are you going to, are you going to sing? And she's like, just cannot even, she's hysterical. Do you um, think that was true? That was real or, or it looks, stage I, here's the thing. If, she, if, she, if it was not true, she should win an Oscar for her acting yeah. and crying. Like it was, okay. I'll, I'll give it. Like it was very convincing. Yeah, because it shows her going out there and she sings a song that's like kind of related to them, but not because obviously I don't think she wrote it. Sorry if you did, Katy Perry. If you ever hear this, but <laughs> like listening. I think she bought it and like she's freaking out singing this. Like she can't even talk. Like she's literally lost the words, and San Paulo, Brazil is singing it for her. Yeah. Right after so she got there, that. Time. There was a lot of things in, in that. I remember seeing that movie that, like, okay, I went into this with a, that perception of her. And then it's like, okay, I could at least see the human side of her in, in all this. And it, sh- and it shared the story of, like, how she almost didn't make it at all in the music industry. And then that the Kiss the Girl song was like a super big risk for her. And it, how, was how everything. far into the movie did that happen? Uh, Maybe like halfway. Because they they went through her Christian upbringing and they went through like her in the Christian industry and trying to do that thing and and her family and editing or anything, but like I wonder. I mean, yeah, obviously perfect placement that was type thing, and I don't know the screenplay of this documentary type thing, like right. 
I mean, it was obviously to make her look better. Like right. just like anything well, I was say, it wasn't to. shot on the same documentary camera either. Right. If you it notice, was, it it's was, like all blurry. So it's like it's all compiled stuff yeah. over years. But um, I mean, either there's some truth to it, or yeah, they had an amazing Regardless, producer or editing the team goal behind it. For that documentary was I I like Katy Perry a lot, or at least right. more. I mean, what, we what, talked about that. Right. Yeah. So and I would say that was successful. Um, but that's interesting. I there are a lot of people that I'm not going to argue that the fact that that there probably are people that are in the pop music that generally enjoy. And then when I say pop music, I'm not talking about the 50s, 60s, 70s right, pop. Talking about- I'm talking about today's pop, and that Taylor Swift probably does love her life and probably does love that uh the the thing i just don't know how you could sit back and and do a song like swish 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 bish swish swish yeah whatever that is and go i'm really doing something worthwhile i'm i am a legend i just to me that's just a silly pop song that means nothing and but then when you talk about the pop music of the 60s and you talk about Sam Cooke and Change is Gonna Come or something like that. That was the right. pop music of that time. Now, they also did like another Saturday night and I ain't got nobody. I get that might be the equivalent of swish, swish. But uh, um, but I don't, I don't see as a whole when your career songs, like the songs that rise to the top, when I think of Katy Perry, I don't think of anything that's like groundbreaking or uh, genre bending or culture shocking. I think of silly pop songs. Yeah. yeah. I don't see, Be- you know, Beyonce arguably is going to be uh, the next Etta James that we talk about, stuff like that. But when she, when Etta James was like, when she died young, but uh, Aretha Franklin. Aretha Franklin came out and sang respect and you were like holy crap you know uh she took uh or or other songs that she clearly like was saying something worth saying I ironically don't see, respect was written by a male was written by Otis Redding right. and was from the male's perspective saying uh when I come home you better have like be ready for loving and have my food and all that stuff and then Aretha Franklin turned around and made it about respect towards women. Mm-hmm. So talk about changing things. Oh, for and sure. that song was bigger out of her mouth than it was out it of Otis Redding. Yeah, for sure. So all that to say, I don't see Beyonce being 70 years old like Aretha Franklin and coming out and singing Bootylicious. Like, right. That, I, like that you got to do something that feeds your soul, not that just makes you more money. And that's that's the argument. I would I hope so that's after the a certain industry point. right now. I yeah. think yeah. is that I mean, and I guess kind of all around. Like, there's not a lot of really depth or anything. Not really like heavy stuff. It's I would say the same thing about Ed Sheeran. Yeah, what is it's, he writing? It's mind numbing stuff. That's like other than like I'm sad. I'm doing a sad song. It's not to just pick at gr- women, right? Uh, but like, what pop singers that are real popular? Are singing anything that's going to be around in thirty years? The first song I would say that Ed Tran broke out with that talked about that uh, that 
girl like ODing. Living out loud, is that it? Mm-mm. No. No, his I first know. one. I know um, very little of his music. Not team A. It's like It was I remember that's one of the songs. Like, it was his first song. Yeah. It, it was one of the few pop songs. The guy's that a emotionally... phenomenal singer and songwriter. Right. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I will he say if there is one song, song he wrote, this one was that was actually emotionally gripping. Because it's about like a who will be what song will will define like I feel like We'll have a lot of time. Think about uh, 60-year-old Alexa. 60-year-old Alexa is listening to music. And you go, God, this was my song. This was my pop jam. What song do you think will come on on the oldies station? And, um, And you'll go, you'll tell your grandkid, like, this is what, this is, this changed music. They probably have to be like Billie Eilish and Halsey right now, because they're even like Billie, changing. Bill, even um, Billie Eilish, she she's young and she's figuring it out. I spit all over the place. Uh, she's figuring it out. I think her stuff's really cool, really sonically pleasing. She's dipping into the ASMR a little bit in the way she delivers stuff, and that's I think why we like it. Her brother's her mastermind. Um, but is she she maybe in I think four years we'll find out whether she's a flash in the pan or she starts writing really good stuff. I think she's writing really good stuff for especially for I think her brother is the mastermind, like you said. Mm-hmm. And and she found the right producer and her brother to and and she is the vessel that he's using to do this. We'll find out if she is a genius. In about three or four years, um, I hope she doesn't go the same way Katy Perry did, and starts doing right. pop music that means nothing. I'm okay with the first album, the first several albums, two, three albums, uh, figuring out who you are. What's your voice? You, just because you got popular at a young age doesn't make you uh, uh, an idiot. In my, you're just figuring it out. The right. Beatles were figuring it out for, for a couple albums. And every they, every album you put out is a new job application. Right. And so, like, what are you doing? I mean, like, the Beatles put out pop records for, like, three albums. And then they started putting out something that really meant something, that changed music. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's doing that? You could argue that Lemonade by Beyonce was was phenomenal. Uh, I didn't really listen to it a whole lot, but I thought it was great. I mean, yeah. What I heard, um, I don't know if that's if Lemonade is going to be one of those things that in thirty years I'm going. But Beyonce though, like that record, you know, I, I don't think I will. Yeah, I, can't I won't really be talking about her like right Hedda James. Yeah, I think no. overall, uh, music has gotten creative, really, really creative, and stuff, but it's been watered down. Uh, overall, like I think they're doing cool, unique cool. things. I and think catchy indus- things, but they're not actually getting to like. There's not the the message to the the now thing going on. There's not the message uh, to the big. I don't know. Like a lot. Like back back in the day, it was music about civil rights. Uh, music about uh, women's right. rights. What are we thing. doing? I mean, like gay it's, rights, trans rights, uh, police brutality. 
who's written songs like that that have like taken the airwaves or taken or that has really had a message behind it other than you're 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 killing people and like not actually anything heavy and or i'm deep. saying in the pop genre right I'm, absolutely there's plenty of rock that's speaking out about that stuff there's plenty of rap that's yeah speaking out about i would that. say a lot of it has to do with the industry itself too right because um, the music consumption culture is very, uh, very fast food oriented. You know, mm-hmm. it, they, yeah. it's people want to put things out to where they can get somebody to bite for a couple seconds and then put something out again and just have these small doses of, you know, the endorphins. They just keep people in, engaged long enough to say something. And no matter what it is, they're just going to put it out there and hope it hope it sticks. I think the mentality is more that more than actually saying something. And I think that's across the entire like music culture as far as what's popular and what's out there. It's the stuff that is on the radio, the stuff that people mainly consume is made to be static. It's made to be background music. It's made to be the thing you're it's not made actually made to be popular for 33 months for 3 months yeah. and then the next thing. Yeah, it's the main it's the thing that's in the background in your car when you're going from point A to point B, nobody's actually, I've had this when conversation. I'm giving a lift and they go, Oh, turn this up. Turn this up. This is my song. Yeah. And blah, blah, blah. And then they, uh, and they're not even listening to the song necessarily. They want to do, um, Snapchat or TikTok yeah. or whatever of them and their friends in the back. Like, Hey, can you turn on the dumb light for me? Can you turn on? Yeah. Okay. And then we're all like, and this song, turn off the song up and everything. And they do that. And they're like, Oh, Oh, uh, yeah, let's do another one. Let's do another one. The song gets done. They go, oh, can you play that song again? I was like, well, it was on, it was on uh, 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 the radio. Or, uh, uh, but hold on a second. I can probably do this. Yeah, it's just. Yeah, and I've funny. actually had this conversation with Michelle recently. Because she was like, she made the comment that she's like, oh, I don't listen to records. She just listens to singles. And, and, uh. So that that was something that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Hold on one second. Uh, hey, let me call you guys back in a little bit, okay? I'm on the podcast. Hey, say hi. Say hi. Oh, it's nope. muted or something. <laughs> uh, my bad. We can edit but, that out. No, you're fine. Um, but yeah, she was like, "Oh, I don't listen to." Al-. And she and she asked, "Is like, do do people actually like sit at home?" and listen to music and only do that i'm like wait who said this to you michelle and i was like yeah i do it all the time yeah like i i and and for me i want to listen to an album from beginning to finish because i want to hear the story that the artist wants to tell i don't care what band it is it can be like a hardcore band it could be something from the 60s i don't care and this is why your relationship's gonna work because you can do that in your listening room that's what we're going to have. Oh, yeah. And yeah. with all your books and your vinyl and your record player and all that, and you can just sit in there, set a mood, listen to music, because that's what you're supposed to do, people. Exactly. And you can have your alone time or when you have sons or daughters and they, you guys can the be education. Like, this yeah. is why this record's so great. Right. Yeah. Unfortunately, I think we're dinosaurs. Yeah, because we're we're we're, holding on to something like that of yesteryear. Yeah, because of the format of music now, it's not as prevalent. But I think it's it's important. Very prevalent in twenty, thirty years when we go. Wait, who, who, who defined the two thousand tens? Oh yeah, who defined the two thousand twenty? I mean, that's one thing. Also, like even with like 
Billy's record. I, I listen to that front to back. If I listen to it, I listen to it front to back. And I usually also hop over to our, uh, our earlier EP and listen to that front to back and everything. <laughs> and then there's people that really like her that I've talked to and they don't, they're like, oh, I, only, I don't know all her songs. I only know this, the, the, the singles. The, the singles. Yeah, the three or four songs. I'm like, well, this song's great. This like it's her slower jam thing, and it's so good. And they're like, oh, I don't, I don't know that one. I'm like, that's yeah, that's what the problem. Like even putting out someone who's as popular as her right now, they're still not digging in. Like people don't right. look, like. And I'm I'm not trying to dig at people who, who, are adopt that mentality because they are in the majority, and that's like how the music con- culture is wanting people to consume music. That's how it's modeled. So they're just taking in what the system is currently giving to them. That's, right. that's, that's the way it is. But I think it's just a shame because it's like, man, you're missing out on so much. And that that's, that's where it's, I'm not Isn't trying to be cool? elitist. I no. just want to be like, look, there's so much other great art that you also would enjoy, but because you're not conducting yourself like kind of an older, more quote unquote dinosaur. Right. Way I you're got, missing out. I got you this. Know? Look, there were bands I'm I'm realizing something right now. Who let, let's say middle school uh-huh. for you? Yeah. Who was the band that you just like you thought was your band? Lincoln Park. Okay. Uh, was Never there mind. another Alexa. band? Uh, hold on a second. Uh, was there another same. band that was lesser known that you were like, this is kind of like my band? Um, Did you have one? Mm-hmm. Go yeah. Ahead. In the eighth grade, I discovered Under Oath. Okay. Under Oath. Ma- majority like, of your friends blind, blind would not side. know that blind side, blind yeah. side. Yeah. yeah middle school for you uh i don't, I don't know it'd probably be something like blind side mine was like, like mxpx yeah. mm-hmm. okay um i went to a school that i was the one i was the type of person to bring music to people mm-hmm. like the reason an mxpx song was one of our high school songs graduation songs because i I introduced it to everyone. I was a trendsetter in that sense. Um, there, there aren't a lot of people that I've noticed that go, I found this new artist no one knows about. It's kind of like my thing. Mm-hmm. There's not that anymore that I know of on a large scale. Now, there has to be that a little bit. Uh-huh. There are some people that look at Ravenhill and probably think, I connect with that band. I know it. Uh, like there, I connect with that band. There will be plenty of people that look at uh, words that way. Mm-hmm. There'll be plenty of people that look at offended by everything that way. That they're like they're not huge yet. Hopefully they get big, and I'll be the ones that help spread the word. But there's not a lot of that, and that is why a lot of bands aren't getting noticed anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember if I found a band. I could not wait to show my other friends. I could not wait to get enough people to make them care enough, that band care enough to come to our town or our area. And and uh, uh, I remember one time David Curtis getting mad at me because I knew this band still trained for a long time. And he goes, you've known about this band and you never told me about them? And I thought, I thought I told you about them. And he was like, no, you didn't tell me about them. And he was mad because it was a band he would have really loved earlier uh, earlier yeah. than the, it was like and, it, and we're talking only like maybe six months to a year right but he heard later because i hadn't i hadn't done my job in telling him about them because that's how we found out about music i remember like because my class was super small and it was before they 
blew up, but like bands like Under Oath, Dead Poetic, um, you know, uh, Sub Seven, a lot of those bands that were in that kind of early mm-hmm. screamo emo scene, like everybody. There's a guy named Travis Brooks that uh, brought those kind of into the culture of our school, Living Sacrifice, Zayo. There were girls were listening to those bands yeah. in my class because like the cool guys in the class were like, dude, these bands are awesome. And it just spread like wildfire. There it showed aren't everybody. Trendsetters and it was crazy to me looking the, back at that. In your life, mm-hmm. in 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 high schoolers' lives anymore that care about a band to stick with them for the long haul. And that's the difference. Mm-hmm. They they hear about these songs on playlists or whatever, and they listen to that one song or whatever, but then you're quickly trying to find that next person. It's like it's all it's hopscotch instead of a marathon. Right. It's hopscotch between song, song, song. Did you hear the new song by so and so or this or that? But it's not like these. You remember sometimes you stuck with a band for so long that it felt like that was the only band you were listening to. Oh, for uh, sure. Yeah. Uh, and like I even. Back on the Lincoln Park comment and for a second, song, I do remember, dude. like, you know, Lincoln Park, they definitely were always a certain level of popular, but there was a moment when they I were, almost like, bought Hybrid they Theory were, on vinyl the other day, and, I, and I the guy sold it out from under me. It was only going to be 10 bucks. Go ahead. Um, so mad. That and a Gambino record. <laughs> that sucks. Idiot. But, um, yeah, so there was a point where they were super hype all over, you know, MTV, all that stuff. And so it was like the cool, like fad thing to like them. Everybody liked them. And that's like eighth or ninth grade. And then there was a time where like they kind of passed and it was they people were, were on to the next thing. But like years later, I was still jamming hybrid theory and meteora. And people were like, You still like that band? And I'm like, Yeah, they're awesome. Listen, why don't that's you sit like thing. and then people fighting would, for a band? Yeah. Fighting for a band, like they're like they're maybe that's the way why we're the way we are. Mm-hmm. Because we were in so many situations where people would be like, I want to listen to this mainstream artist. And we were like, but this is better. <laughs> yeah. Like, why don't you like this? This is way better. And arguably it was. Uh, but they were like, well, but uh, this band uh, sell, sold more records. So it means they're better. I was like, no, that's not. So go ahead. I yeah. think that's it. We were willing to fight yeah, that, for our yeah, favorite absolutely. art. I I didn't care what other people thought about music. I just knew what I liked and I stuck to it. And I think yeah, oh, I think I got in a fist fight with people. Yeah, yeah. Over. I think that's something that is missing in current culture because I think people they're yeah, there's new singles popping out every second. They jump oh. from single to single. There's no there's almost no ownership in an artist. Anymore. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like there's not that emotional connection to you know, um, I don't know, Billie Eilish or whatever. I mean, I mean, like even even her, like there's songs I've heard is like, oh, that's cool, but it, I don't, I'm not personally drawn to that, and that's okay, you right. know. But there are artists that you guys might think are trash that I'm like, yes, I totally resonate with this, and that's cool. That's what I think is amazing about music, and that's why I think people should kind of attach to certain things and stand up for what they think is sweet, you know. I think, I think if. I hate to say this, but I don't think much is going to change. Right. I think uh, we're kind. We can't fight what's happening. Um, we can't be dinosaurs and fight for a thing. We can. We can be. Try to be those trendsetters. And I honestly think that like our influence, like it sucks. It sucks that like I can't. Probably Ravenhill. I don't know if Ravenhill will ever sit down and do a 10-song record, 
record to put out at the same time. Right. Now, we might strategically put out three songs here, three songs there over the course of a year and put those all on the same record. But I highly doubt we'll ever sit down and go, like, we got to put ten song- these 10 songs go together. We got to do a new record. And, the- and it's all together and all all one done in the same two weeks or whatever. Right. I just can't see that happening. Uh, because it's not smart practice right now. Right. And that's annoying. Um, but maybe we can still be influencers in other ways. And I think that's how we do it. Um, and that's why this exists. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Alexa, you got any parting thoughts? About I will say, which I think, I don't know if this will shock y'all at all, but I feel like I'm like Michelle, and it's really funny because Zach is a lot younger than me. He just turned 22, and he will listen, like y'all, to a whole album. He will go find random locals on Spotify that have 30 listeners and be like, oh, listen to this. That's great. That's and he will that. like. And it's guys go like their, him yeah. that are the guys like us of, of 10 years ago. Like when we went to just go see his friends and they're a local band he knew every single song that's great and the singer came to me and was like yeah it's funny because i don't really know any of his songs but he knows every single one of mine and he's like oh yeah i know everybody's songs well, like i'll listen no, to it and one I'm like, thing that impressed what? me for the first time when i first met zach he came up and he was talking about Ravenhill songs that he heard on Spotify and that he was excited to hear them play us play yeah, live. Yeah. That's one thing that literally first meeting him, that's one thing that stood out to me. Like I was like, wow, he actually cares. That's yeah. weird. That's you the know? thing. Yeah. So that's, 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 that's especially sucks. for his age. Like oh, yeah. you I didn't, think of his I totally age judged like, him before I saw oh, him. Oh, for sure. I was like, that, that sucks show that, that he, put he on. is a unicorn that way. Yeah. He is a unicorn. He's your unicorn. My unicorn. Yeah, he's pretty awesome. I dig him. He's uh, not old, more but I say he's like an old that, soul. So old I feel soul, yeah. like if there were more people in the in their twenties, more musicians and more music lovers in their twenties, like Zach, we would not be having this conversation. Yeah, because the reason there was good art 10, 15 years ago is because we loved music, and we fueled artists to make better music and if there is no fuel to to push artists then you're going to get less and less art less and less deep art until there's a renaissance and i think that's what's going to be uh, that's what's going to happen there's going to be a revitalization well, somehow if there's anything i learned in my musicology classes that took unt is that just like history, music repeats itself. It all, it all, it's like it's it's a rubber band. You keep pulling and pulling and pulling and pulling and pulling until something breaks. That's what happened with Nirvana in, in the right. 80, like the late eighties, early nineties. It's like they got sick of the solos and the hair metal and the glam, and it's like yeah. it broke. And they wanted to bring it, break it down to the simplicity of a song. Can't it's gonna happen happens. again at yeah. some point. I have no idea when, but eventually it will. You know, Be I, thought, I don't think we're I don't record. I don't think we're that far. <laughs> Because, I mean, bands like breaks. Animals as Leaders exist. And so they're like... Well, like, I really love Highly Suspect. I think they're super they're talented. Yeah. yeah. And I go to their show. It's sold out. There was, like, 4,500 people there. I was like, oh, so other people like this. But then you go to, like, the majority, and you're like, have you ever heard of this? They're like, no. What is that? 
But they got a third album coming out. So be on the lookout. Be on the lookout. Who is this? Highly Suspect. You haven't heard this band? Um, I don't think so. You'd like them. Yeah. Oh, cool. Check them out. Yeah. Should have told you about them. I, I heard about them when we lived in Nashville. Really? Yeah. You have to. I mean, with all the trips we've taken, I've have to have heard them. Like Royal Blood. Um, oh, heck yeah. Cool. Well, we really took a deep dive into music. And, and, Which and, is good and, for this yeah, podcast. Yeah, totally. It's a positive tra- I'd really, <laughs> trajectory. I'd really love the thoughts of people younger than us uh, that are listening to this. Um, I, I mean, there are you out there that are like Zach or like us when we were like 10 years ago where we were like just wrapped our arms uh, around a band and would not let go. And it took a lot for us to to give up on a band like i literally stuck with bands even when they were putting out bad records because oh, yeah. i was like i, I was know they, they're still good right they're still good we still like them right yeah until that was me with skillet yeah. for years and they kept disappointing <laughs> me oh uh, so. that was me with aiden oh yeah oh man they really let me down yeah <laughs> hard <laughs> what band got bad that we keep kept liking none of them we're the, we, we we're bad, lucky but less good there are bands, you know, there are bands that put out the same stuff over and over, but you kind of grow past it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest, MXPX was that band, one of those bands. The like, Used? The Ooh, Used. That's a, yeah. yeah, that's, I'll uh, see that's them a this good w- This weekend. Huh? Are you going on Friday? Mm-hmm. Wait, they're playing here Friday? Yeah. But they sold out. Oh, it's Thrice no, is it's playing not. too. Thri- it's what? Thrice. <gasps> what? <laughs> the story so far. Yeah, that's why. Sleeping I, with that's Sirens, why I Memphis Mayfire. Memphis Mayfire's playing. Yeah. What? You yeah. can get twenty dollar tickets at the Whippersnapper on I'm Thursday. Okay, I I, I need to I need to go. It's physical tickets. Mike wait, has wait. them. Yeah. Let's see. What, and it's also a pre party for it, so some of the bands will be there. Baby, lock them doors and turn the lights no, I think down I'm low. Playing, hey, let's do that all together. Is that the right? Is that the right way? Is that the right lyric? Mm-hmm. Baby, lock. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So. Baby, baby, baby. I, I did it low, and yeah. you went down. Baby, lock the door. I want to see how low I can get. You get as low as you can, Alexa. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, lock them doors and turn the lights down low. Is that the lowest right. you got? Your turn. Yeah. Baby, lock them doors and turn the you lights down than low. That. It wasn't Baby much hers. <laughs> yeah, and I have a vagina. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a very low voice, though. I can't go. He has like, a very low vagina, though. <laughs> true. <laughs> Undiseased. Undiseased, though. It's Baby That shit's clean. <laughs> And turn the lights down low. Baby, lock them doors and turn the lights down low. We're like really. Can I just late. say I like how we all try to get really deep, but also keep it very pretty. Oh yeah, we're not. Like, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we got it very beautiful. <laughs> Baby, lock them doors and turn them lights down low. Baby, lock. <laughs> this is bad. See, like I imagine you <laughs> saying Baby that outside a Cracker Barrel, low. so I feel like you win. Oh, <laughs> like Baby I'm like this is an old so man. Hang out with the disrupt. Disrupt Fest? What is it called? Disrupt yeah. Fest. Is that what it's that pretty is? much Taste to... of Chaos. Yeah, yeah it's no like the idea. new Taste of Chaos. Some 41 I'm isn't playing this that. one, though. No, right? they're not playing no. this one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so stoked right now. Yeah. What time does the show start? What time are doors? 1.30. What? Get there early so you can see New 95. Oh, taking that yeah. day off. I got to take I'm, a day off this week, and that's my day. I'm bummed that I'm, so, I'm going to be... So stoked. I'm, I might try to go, but I have a church service, so I might miss the Just Memphis become boys. a Satanist. But... Become a Satanist. But I'll, I'll probably come hang out afterwards, maybe. 
I'm gonna wait, go it's for on the whole the 20th? thing. I can't wait. Or 21st. 21st. That's it's Friday. <laughs> yeah. I'm really excited right now. Oh, I'm good. finally gonna see Memphis Mayfire. Oh, you haven't ever. I've seen never them. seen them. I, I will, might leave. I don't know, dude. They're. I've seen I will say so whether you like their music or not, they are tight as hell. Live. Oh, they mean, are super tight. I'm just gonna love just seeing Maddie hop around up there and Kaylin and uh, Kellen. 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 Yeah, Kellen. That's not you. You're not gonna be up there. <laughs> huh? You're not gonna. You're not, you won't be up there. No. I won't oh be up man. There. You know what's I'll funny? This way better looking guy will be. I've up there never seen place. Memphis Mayfire with Maddie. Really? I've only seen them treat Maddie with Chase. Is that who Maddie what, is a were lot you better, texting about that all say. with? Uh, Chase was not bad though. Chase was solid. I keep seeing just notification that you were messaging on um, what's your name's uh, Facebook. I thought maybe it might be about that. I don't know. No? About uh, Tiffany? Yeah, dude, no, that's you, crazy. Did you not that's hear about Tiffany? Did, did you no, see what happened to her? No, she got hit by a boat propeller. Propeller, yeah, like sliced open her arm. <laughs> In her hip, like In her hip, yeah. Hip. She's okay. For yeah. Everyone. Yes. Sorry, a friend of ours. I don't know why we're talking about what? on the podcast, yeah. but she went down to Colum- yeah, let me, Columbia. Yeah, let me find you this photo. On her, wait, no, for for a friend's yeah. uh, bachelorette party, and she went swimming. She jumped in, got pulled back into the uh, draft, and got hit by the propeller. All the girls that were on that thing became, like, first responders. Like, they were, uh, like, uh, amazingly. She looks uh, great, though. Powerful yeah. women. Yeah, she still that, looks awesome. Took, but like her, took sorry, the situation yeah. and got her. Uh, it was a forty-minute boat ride back to the Holy mainland crap. where they were. That's so a like, big cut. No, yeah, yeah. It, it's broke three ribs, almost had a collapsed lung, uh, ha- a partially collapsed lung, uh, cut her arm and up and down her side, and uh, and then they flew her to. Um, florida to get everything checked out she was oh my god under surveillance for about 48 hours and now she is uh probably in tennessee now yeah she was that's flying insane. home last i saw yeah yeah that's insane i had no idea of course i, I very I obviously knew you had no idea once you were like oh is that why you're uh <laughs> messaging i just, no I just see i just see it happen all the time this year named judge clifton commented on tiffany's i was like all right i don't I saw a lot. I had no idea. I'm not good at social media, guys. I'm no, sorry. He's bad. I'm real uh, bad. Rate review us. Real bad. Hey, real quick. I do really want you to know what you think about the future of music. Things are going to be okay, but I would love to know. I would love to know other people's opinion on this particular topic. Uh, the future of music. What icons are we not mentioning or, or remembering that are are something now? And I would love to know. Are there any power couples that stuck together that are in the same field? Um, that would be interesting to me to find sure, out. That'd be cool. Uh, Shirley. Give me some hope. <laughs> <laughs> you're different enough. You're fine. Yeah, um, you're, yeah. Josh Clifton at Honeygold Records. Uh, be sure to uh, um, uh, uh, come out to Buzz at the Berg Fest. Do you know why there's... I did. Why did you put flour on there? You can call it flour if you want. So I have a coffee cup that I put a Ravenhill sticker on. But I also have a... the From Bambi. Flour. I love that movie. From, it's good. from The Skunk. And this goes out... This goes out to the stupid things we thought were funny whenever we were in middle school, high school, whatever. Um, One time, David and I... 
David Curtis and I and some friends were talking about how it, it how ridiculous it was to call the skunk flower. Yeah, and that's, flower that's seems like a yeah a dude's name or a girl's name. Right. And he was a dude. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> and we thought it would be hilarious. We would write different versions of that movie. So whenever he goes, you can call me Flower if you want, want to. to. And so I don't mind. We thought, wouldn't it be hilarious if for some reason uh, Bambi got a German accent? <laughs> no, we didn't go that far. We did. Oh, I guess so. Yeah. We did do it. We put our finger up here as if he had a mustache and we go. So go ahead and say you can call me Flower. You can call me Flower if you want to. I don't mind. I will not call you Flower. You are a skunk. <laughs> and so we would do that. Oh, <laughs> uh, it was always right. the best. <laughs> so dumb. It was so great. So you can use that if you want to. <laughs> no one will think it's funny, but we will. If you do that Pretty to good. us, I'll think it's funny. Audio Feed Festival. We're also all going to be there. Hang in, doing a live podcast, and all that jazz. So, so this weekend is, what is it called? Disrupt Festival. Next weekend is? Uh, Buzz, Buzz the, the Berg And the following one will be an audio feed. Yes. So we're jumping our way up, guys. Come hang out. Yeah. I also got some really cool things I want to share with you guys once I start confirming them for Buzz at the Berg. Uh, the next one and the next one's. Uh, some big, big things happening over Marco Polo app. So, uh, nice. Uh, do I need to, do I need to catch up on that to see? Yeah, you're too far behind. <laughs> I'm like a uh, hundred polos behind. You see them dedicated day. And just I do know. It. <laughs> Long live the brotherhood. Long live the hive. We did it. Yeah. You cut your hair. Oh, yeah, I cut my hair. It's short now. Oh, I mean, it's shorter than yours. It's, it's long. It's still long.